What's going on, everybody? It is 2 o'clock on Thanksgiving afternoon. I have not got a plate yet. I don't know if I'm going to. Probably will cook something tomorrow when it's 50% off. Anyway, um, today's show, my guest is a is a um, aspiring comedian, um, journalist, uh, Adria Wadeen. Uh, she's very entertaining. She talks about, she and I talk about the Alabama's rich history. Yeah, you know, Alabama is not just a bunch of uh, hicks playing uh, banjo. These, these are educated people, probably more educated than you. And they also really have a very rich culture with the music and the chitlin circuit. And speaking of chitlins, what's up with the booty noodles? Today's episode is brought to you by Dose of Nostalgia. This is a new sponsor, Dose of Nostalgia. That's D-O-S-E-O-F-N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Dose of Nostalgia. Mwah. Beautiful. So they have hand-picked natural hair care and skincare products. It's beautiful. <clears throat> Authenticity is their aesthetic. And if you go and purchase something from their website, you can have, one, a great Christmas gift for your family, and two, free shipping. All you have to do is on checkout, just make sure you type the word Bloomer Pod. That's B-L-O-O-M-E-R-P-O-D. And when you check out, you will get free shipping. No matter how much the things cost, it doesn't matter. You will get free shipping. So, anyway... Enjoy the show. I'm about to flex real quick. Hold on. Alexa, play Organic by Spooks McGee. What's going on, everybody? This is Spooks McGee with the Late Bloomer Podcast. This is going to be episode number 19, and we're going to talk about food. But before we do that, I would like to talk to you about some of my favorite food. Alexa, be quiet. Which is typical Dibs home-roasted coffee. It's what's in this cup. It might not say it on my mug because I haven't copped the mug yet, but you can go to Typical Div. That's T-Y-P-I-C-A-L-D-I-V as in Victor, right? And you can get 10% off if you purchase some coffee on their website and you use the word Bloomer, the promo code, at checkout. Also, if you go to PaytonAmerica.com, you can check out their new album. It's called Get Payola. They may not have this particular piece of merchandise on anymore, because I think that there was an issue with the Trump people and they didn't want to allow us to sell his likeness. Anyway, you can get a lot of other dope merch. You can also go to Denfest, D-E-N-F-E-S-T, and you can go and RSVP, right, for the virtual show that's happening in three days. I forgot the exact date. I think it's the 29th. But look, you can get you a, a hoodie for 45 It's beautiful. And you need to go because... They're running out quickly, and the supplies the uh, supplies are, are short um, because nobody can go out. Um, you want a perfect holiday gift, some coffee, some Paid in America merch, some Denfest merch. Come on, son. Come on, son. Yo, RIP to Trebek. I didn't get a chance to um, point that out, so I got the Jeopardy cap on. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just out here showing love. But uh, shout out to all the people that's at the live right now. Shout out to Ojeda. Wagwan, my brethren. Shout out to Alora. 
We're going to do some background singing so very, very soon. Shout out to Friendly. Yo, what's good with, with Blizmo? Y'all doing some re- remodeling, some revamping. We're going to work that out, but we're going to talk about it very, very soon. What's going on with, uh, who's this wild man? What's his name? Azale? Shout out to Azale on the live right now. I can't see the uh, other one because I, my dumb ass, I didn't, think to, I didn't think to do it the other way. Anyway, I might just open it up on the... Uh, uh, computer screen. Excuse me. But yeah, man, we just out here. We just vibing. We having a good old time, man. Ooh, yeah. I don't like that. Oh, that's like Turkey Day. Everybody, Turkey Day. You have a turkey. You have a turkey. Everybody gets a turkey. Okay. Um. Speaking of turkey stuffing. Greens, macaroni and cheese, banana, uh, banana something. What they call that shit? Banana pudding, um, pecan pie, pumpkin pie, all of that shit. I'm not too crazy about it. Oh, cranberry sauce. I mean, I'll eat it. It's good. I'll eat it. If it's there, I'll eat it. Shit. Stuffing, I'll eat it. But you have to understand that when it comes to comfort food, the shit that I'd be like, oh, my mouth be watering for, it's ackee and saltfish, it's rice and peas, it's uh, jerk chicken, oxtail, it's um, uh, sara, bun and cheese, uh, uh, beef patties with cocoa bread, it's, uh, you know, uh, rice with gungo peas, it's, um, you know, some, some shredded cabbage, um, some fried plantain. See, there's a song that Jadena came out with where he says, is it plantain, platanosa, plantain? It don't fucking matter. It's delicious, baby. Anyway, so it's good. Both of them are good. But someone in my comments told me that, I know you Jamaican people like to separate the two things, but Jamaican American food and black American food is pretty much the same fucking shit, and you need to stop separating the two. The only difference is they use some different seasonings. I beg to differ but we're going to get into that. First, I want to one more time tell you, do not forget to go to typicaldiv.com. That's T-Y-P-I-C-A-L-D-I-V as in Victor.com. You can get some of their CBD-infused coffee that they're going to release exclusively with the Hemp and Rose company that's out there in Stone Mountain. So you need to go to Hemp and Rose and check them out. And if you go there and mention that the Bloomer Pot sent you, they might be able to get you a little discount, you know, butter your bread or whatever the fuck the uh, expression is. But, yeah, I'm going to get the homie over here. Her name is AJA. We say Aja, but she says it's supposed to be Asia. We're going to have to talk about that. Anyway, hold on. Introduce yourself, ma'am. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Asia. Represent 205 Birmingham all the way live. Hey. What's going on? Alabama in the house. Are y'all watching? I know y'all like that college football shit. Y'all love that shit. Yes, we do, because we are number one in the country right now. Alabama is number one, ladies and gentlemen. See, I don't know. I don't know shit about that, but I do know one thing, right? Even though I may not watch televised sports or really, like, fuck with sports like that, if if, if I have tickets to go to a college football game or college baseball game, it's way more lit than any fucking thing that you could ever see on NFL or whatever they're trying to pull off, you know? Well, I don't know about baseball, but football, yeah, it's lit. <laughs> it's oh, it's lit. so lit. It's crazy lit. 
And, you know, uh, it's just like a comp- healthy competition, the bands, the marching bands. It's just a vibe, you know? Well, you're talking about HBCUs. I'm talking about, you know, Alabama's Christmas time. But, yeah, HBCU is definitely, like, a different vibe than the other colleges. No disrespect to the PWIs, but the HBCU vibe is, like, totally, you know, is lit. And I think a lot of people got to witness it when Beyonce did her 2018 with Coachella. Yeah. Experience. And she had all, like, the homecoming vibe. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch that. I think I'm going to watch it. I'm a late bloomer, so I'm going to be the guy that watches it. Then we'll finally talk about it way after it already came out. <laughs> that's the whole. No, that's the whole premise of the show is that I'm always late for some shit, and I'm catching up, so I'm going to see it. When I get a chance, you know what? Today I'm going to watch it today. I will watch it today, and I will post my reaction on YouTube or some shit. I don't know. Well, Hopefully it's still on Netflix. Um, oh. yeah, I have a soundtrack on my phone. I listen to it every day on the way to work. So yeah. They took the con. <laughs> they took it off Netflix. I know they took Dave Chappelle off. I was gonna watch that shit. I was gonna watch the yeah, fuck out of that I'm shit. Ah, oh, I wanted to watch it. Though, if, he, if he, yeah, he so says boycott it. I'm like, yeah, I fuck with the idea. Like if you, if, if they not paying you, you know, we yeah. we we ride for Dave, man. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, take my stuff off. You ain't gonna pay me. You gotta pay me for my work. Pay for my service. Right, I mean, what he said in his little special thing was really interesting. He was like, if you don't think that I got fucked, look at how much money they paid me for doing the show, and look at how much money they're making, you know, however many, ten years after the show initially dropped. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's why it's better to go ahead and just, like, own your own, you know. Right. But I understand, you know, it was it was different at that time, and age, he didn't, you know, he didn't know, but, you know, that's why it's better to just own your own, so you can be your own boss. Yeah, I mean, I got kids. Like that's the kind of mentality I like. I like, I know that the long, the long road, the long road, and being independent and self sufficient is way more beneficial than you know going with a big corporation. But the 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 climb up is way faster with a corporation. So it's like I know, I know that I got a vibe and an energy. Like if I go to one of these meetings at one of these labels, I will be signed. It will be like the third or fourth one. I will be signed. But I have a whole team behind me, and we're all like, we're trying to do the independent shit, you know? Right. It's going to be different. Like, with the whole versus Right, and was it was it Puffy that was responsible for the Boys in the Hood when they first came out before Jeezy became a solo act? Yeah, that was Puffy. Well, he did he did do some stuff by himself, but then he eventually got picked up by um Bad Boy because he had to hit Bad Boy South. Yeah, right. And you know what? See, I have a love hate relationship with Diddy. Because he throws all these amazing parties. He gets all these people together that wouldn't normally be together. Um, I mean, he's responsible for uh, the video. He directed the music video for the first music video for Outkast. Okay. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Like, he was, like, yeah. doing his Diddy shit. Like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, Andre, you got to take your shirt off. You a sex symbol. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. He was, his, it was his well, I, idea. I know him as in the beginning when he was uh, under Harrell, kind of, you know, you know, do boy. Right. <laughs> he had Tommy Boy Rick. Right, right. But I feel like going with Diddy is like a double-edged sword because it's like Diddy will give you all the vibes and the great energy that you need to be inspired. You know what I mean? But I feel like, and I don't want to talk too ill of Diddy, but 
just the track record just don't look right, you know. I'm I'm glad that he brought us uh, Biggie and he gave him the idea to jump on that juicy beat because that was fucking legendary. I'm proud that he was the one who put on them shiny suits and had all these niggas going wild, looking like crazy. Like yeah, they looking crazy, but he created a whole different vibe with the shiny suits and all that shit. I fuck with it, I love it, but at the same time, it's like. Why aren't these artists bigger when he has this huge fucking corporation behind backing him? Um, it just doesn't make any sense. You know, he put all his energy into Ciroc. Why isn't Faith Evans dropping records? Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is, you know, I, don't, I just don't know, man. And a lot of artists that he did, like, help, like, a lot of them are, like, how did I put it? I was watching, like, a documentary, and it was like, a lot of them had, like, a divine intervention. Because you look at, you know, Craig Mack, you look at uh, mm-hmm. Shine, and you look at Loon, you know. Craig Mack, you know, R.I.P., you know, he, he was, he was, he kind of, you know, went to church after he got screwed over with Bad Boy. Same thing with Shine. When Shine got screwed over, he went to the, what was it, Jewish? Yeah, and yeah. And Loon converted to... Yeah, I mean, it's so evil what's going on out there that niggas be like, I got to go to church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then look at Bates. I know Bates is like a preacher now. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, so it's like, it's like this. I feel like... um the way that Diddy did people was dirty, um, uh, but at the same time, it's like, are you really mad? Like, mad mad? Because look at where he's at. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tricky situation, man. Like, And then here's the opposite of Diddy, Dallas Austin. Now, Dallas Austin, he took people under his wings. He produced big records. You know what I'm saying? Another Bad Creation, like all these great records, TLC, all the shit, right? He got platinum, platinum records. He's not trying to be leeching off of these artists. He was, he was put, t- telling artists, start your own company. Start your own. That's what he was saying. He told, he's the one who gave Busta Rhymes the idea to do Flip Mode. When I heard that shit, I was like, okay, Dallas is the truth, you know? Yeah, yeah but it's, it's better to like, just be your own boss, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, I mean, I understand, like you said, if you join a corporation, it's, it's easier, but at the same time, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather just be independent because I'd rather just, um, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and just, yeah, I mean, there was like a time when I heard people like Missy talking about publishing and like letting go of your publishing uh, early on so that you can have bigger uh, reach. Um, but people like, you know, De La Soul, they get fucked because of those kind of deals. They, like they can't put their stuff on streaming. They can't do anything, you know? Tommy Boy has all their shit on lock. Yeah, yeah Tommy, well, Tommy Boy is responsible for a lot of, you know, early artists, you know, like Mary J. Blige and, you know, like you said, the whole Diddy, whole, you know, Craig Mack, and, you know, just Biggie, Biggie Smalls and all that. But, you know, it's just, just crazy. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not good. Um, but I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I want to make sure that this show does not become a music show because everyone can't relate to what we're talking about. All the shit we just dropped, oh, okay. it was good. For the artists and the people that are interested in the music industry, but there's some layman folk who's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I don't want to create a show that is about music and rapping and stuff and alienate my audience because they're not, they, they can't relate. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You're right. So I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk too much about that kind of stuff. Bro. But I'm just checking to make sure that I'm live on IG. It looks like it's there. Name it, folks. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I'm saying it. Yeah, it's live. Yeah, it's really live. I'm really live, baby. So let's talk about food. Mm. Gotcha. My favorite topic. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know y'all Alabama folk like to eat. Yes, we do. I'm ready now. I'm ready for the dressing and stuff. I 
I'm just ready. Oh my God, your body is ready. <laughs> your body's calling you. I want some turkey, baby, some gravy. Start sweating and shit. <laughs> so I'm not eating right now. I thought that it would be a good idea to just wait until everything is 50% off and have Thanksgiving tomorrow and have a 50% off Thanksgiving. Yeah. Think about it, man. They know what they're doing. All this shit's going to be on clearance tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. Tomorrow your Man, you can get three turkeys for five dollars. Three turkeys for five dollars. Hey, uh, it is a chip uh, shortage down here in uh, Alabama. Hey, booty noodles, booty noodles, yeah. booty, so, booty noodles, booty noodles. Hey. 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 Booty noodle. Booty booty noodles. Booty noodles. Booty booty noodles. Hey. Booty noodle. Booty booty noodle. How you eating in the intestine? What you doing? Oh. Booty noodle. Booty booty noodle. Gotta make sure you wipe out all the noodle. Booty noodle, booty booty noodle. I ain't Kevin Gates, but I eat the booty noodle. Oh, uh, booty noodle, booty booty noodle. <laughs> booty noodle, number one iTunes. Alexa, play booty noodle. Let me see if it's already a song. What do you want me to play? Booty noodle. Yeah. Are you trying to shop for noodles? No, I don't want to shop for noodles. Alexa, play the song booty noodle. Uh huh. I'm trying to see if it's a real song. Alexa, play the song Booty Noodles. I can't find the song Booty Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! Nah. Right, right. I don't get tired eating Booty Noodles. <laughs> I wonder if he trademarked I Don't Get Tired. He probably did. Or Eat the Booty Gang. I wonder if he trademarked that shit. I don't get tired. <laughs> if you're a masochist, if you're a masochist, you don't get tired. <laughs> when I go to the grocery store and I want to get some laundry detergent, it's all about gain. I don't get tired. <laughs> booty noodle. Booty booty. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the whole booty noodle thing is pretty interesting to me. During slavery, the slave master would give us all the scraps, and that's what we would use. I understand the reason for us to do it in the first place, but why? Why do we keep doing it? We don't have to eat booty noodles anymore. We don't have to eat the intestines of a pig, the lowest form of animal ever. It's so nasty. Niggas in the Bible was writing it out like, do not eat the pig. It's a sloppy, nasty 
filthy animal that eats its own and eats its own shit. Do not eat the pig. And then we go, well, you can eat the pig and its intestines, but don't eat. But but you gotta wash it really good. And they're like, oh, they're like, oh, the whole reason why they made all those laws in Leviticus was because they didn't have refrigerators and soap and all the shit that we have to cook and clean food properly. Right. I'm not going to eat no chitlin. I'm not going to eat no so, chitlin. I eat ham. You eat ham? I will mess up some ribs in the day. <laughs> that's, that's about it. But other than that, I do not eat no chitlin. You keep them chitlins. Should I say booty noodle? Booty noodle! <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yes. It smells. It's disgusting. Why are we doing this? You know? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it is disgusting. It smells disgusting. Right. And you know what's funny is when I go to the store, it says chitterlings on the package. Why does it say chitterlings? What is that about? Well, all I, every person I know go chitlings. Right. That's funny. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, chitlings are are bad but it's also tied very deeply into our culture because the whole black movement was called the chitlin circuit right that's crazy yeah it is a lot of well-known artists you know black artists started out on the chitlin circuit you know ray charles mm-hmm. i heard this story about etta james being put into the mainstream because of marilyn monroe have you ever heard of that Like, yeah. my mom used to play her music all the time. I still play her music all the time. Yeah. My favorite song with her is called Sugar on the Floor. Sugar on the Floor? Yes. Alexa, like, play Sugar on the Floor by Etta James. <clears throat> like, the live version is so hilarious. Like, it's so good. Like, let's see what it sounds like. Hey. Yep, that's it. Bowden noodles. You're a stranger to me. If you give me booty noodles. <laughs> Alexa, be quiet. I'm going to have to check that out. Alexa, add that song to my playlist. To which playlist? Booty noodles. Would you like to create a new playlist? Oh, like yes. Adding sugar on the floor to your booty noodles playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Booty noodle. Did you call, call the playlist Booty noodle? Yes, yes. What else do you like from Etta James? Um, I at like, last. My, yeah, I like at last. Look, bro, that's a good one. She can, she can really, you know, blow on that one. I like uh, in my solitude. Mm. Um, and cry me a river. Ooh, Justin Timberlake. Alexa, play cry me a, a river by Etta James. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, that big intro, that whole intro. Yeah. Hey, you don't have to say what you did. I already know. I found out from him. Alexa, add this song to my Booty Noodles playlist. <laughs> Adding Cry Me a River to your Booty Noodles playlist. 
Alexa, play In My Solitude by Etta James. Oh, all her intros is fire. Yeah. Alexa, add this song to my Booty Noodles playlist. Adding in my solitude to your Booty Noodles playlist. Alexa, be quiet. So I said this, uh, I wanted you to tell me what you were saying real quick, but I I didn't want to forget to add those songs to the playlist. I only played a couple seconds of them because I didn't want to get flat, you know? Right. But go ahead, what were you saying? I was saying she was on, I don't know if you've seen like Cadillac Records or not, but you know, Beyonce portrayed her in uh, Cadillac Records. I heard it was horrible. Is it, is, is that true or are people just hating? I think she did a good job because Ella James had a lot of pain in her life. Uh, number one, coming from, you know, her dad really did claim her. Her dad actually was, uh, was a Minnesota Fetch, the famous pool player. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she actually went to go, like, meet him. It, it's, it's a scene in Cadillac Records where she go to meet him and tell her, tell him who she is. And he basically disowned her and said no. So, wow. yeah, that's when she started drinking and doing drugs because her dad pretty much, you know, he disowned her, you know. But she, um, but later on, you know, she got cleaned and, you know, started, she made a comeback. And then she kind of—I think she passed away like a couple of couple of years back. But yeah, she she's a she's a great great artist. She's one of those unsung, you know, artists that you know a lot of people don't know much about. Well, some people do know about her, but right. a lot of people don't. You know, but I consider her. You know, she's up there with Nina Simone with me. Oh, wow, yeah. wow. So I I found out what it was. It's not Etta James who was who was pulled out of the Chitlin circuit with by Marilyn Monroe. It was Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. I like Ella Fitzgerald. Let me tell you something. Marilyn Monroe learned how to sing from Ella Fitzgerald. She would listen to her records over and over and over again and then mimic it. And she was such a big fan of Ella Fitzgerald that she opened the door for her to perform in white clubs. It's crazy. Wow. If you ever get a chance to, matter of fact, I'm about to send you the link right now. Look at the... uh, the uh, video from Drunk History where, um, what's her name? Well, we have a theater here that um, what was known, what was a, 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 a basically a, um, how can I put it, like a normal, not a normal place, but like a common place for Ella James. We have a, a, a theater called the Copper Theater. is like, I'm going to have to go to Alabama. Yeah, in the basement, it's like a, like a jazz hall of fame, so they have a lot of, like, pictures of Ella Fitzgerald and um, Billie Holiday and, you know. So, yeah, I mean, Alabama has a lot of, you know, rich history. But, you know, I know you said you don't want it to be about music, but it's just crazy. No, what I mean is, like, we could talk about music, but I don't really want to do, like, hey, all, all you artists out there, it's what y'all need to be doing. All you artists, y'all better pay attention. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want, yeah, if we talk about music and art, for it to be like, uh-huh. oh, we're just talking about it as fans, as people that are enjoying it. Because throughout all my conversations, yeah, music becomes an ongoing topic. But I don't want to talk about the business. You know what I mean? Right, gotcha. Yeah. Booty noodles. Booty, booty yeah, noodles. Alabama has a lot of rich, you know, musical, you know, his- history, you know. Alabama? Um, 
know, I mean, I can go on and on. Like, you know, Eddie Kendrick and uh, Paul Williams for the Temptations were uh, actually from here. Um, oh, wow. We have a statue dedicated to Eddie Kendrick. And oh. I did meet one of his girlfriends one time. His one of his girlfriends back in the day. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people got a lot of Alabama, you know, down the road. She got people in Bessemer, you know. Gucci man from Bessemer. <laughs> um, nice. Shoot, Eddie, uh, uh, Eddie LaVert. Yeah, so he got people in Fairfield. So, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's, it's crazy. That's what's you know? up, man. So, That's what's up. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You know, um... <clears throat> I would love to see that museum. You need to make sure you send me the link to that so I can check it out. One day I'm going to take a okay. little drive out to the weekend with one of my little uh, friends. And, uh... <clears throat> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, it's isn't it... Alab- huh? I said, yeah, it's just a lot of rich, rich history. People think that Alabama is, you know... A bunch of hicks, like a bunch of freaking toothless hicks playing the yeah. banjo. Right. (laughs) But uh, it's very easy for people to make misconceptions about a whole entire state. I mean, look at what they do to Africa. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Imagine what they do to uh, you know a little country, a little state. They do to a whole country. So a a little state is not exempt from that fuckery. You know? Right. Mm -mm -mm. So yeah, I mean, I I, you know, I just I tell people all the time, you know, Alabama ain't just you know dirt road pine cones. Yeah. And a lot of highly educated people. Like you go to college, that's yeah. part of your life. You got to go to college. Yeah, I went. I went. I did two years at Caldega. I did finish, but right. I need to go back. But yeah. If you ain't first, you last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. You know, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of. And you're gonna finish school, right? You're gonna finish, right? Yeah, I'm gonna finish. Okay. I just gotta go find out what I want to go for. It's so much I want to do. Right, right. Um, I want to do journalism, so it's like I, I, a lot of stuff I want to do. Okay, okay. Well, um, that's one thing I didn't get a chance to talk to people about, but you were going to ask me if I ever heard of something. You said what now? You were going to ask me if I ever heard of something. Oh, I was going to ask you, have you ever heard of Tuxedo Junction? Uh, Tuxedo Junction is a song written by um, W.C. Handy. Okay. Okay. Let me check. Alexa, play Tuxedo Junction. Glenn Miller. Glenn Miller and his orchestra. Does that sound right? No, it's uh. Alexa, add this song to my Booty Noodles playlist. This is not the song? Yeah. That's the song? I'm sorry, yeah. Erskine Hawkins, I'm sorry. Who? Erskine Hawkins. Alexa, be quiet. How do you say Erskine Hawkins? E-R-S-K-I-N-E. Alexa, play Tuxedo Junction by Erskine Hawkins. Here's a station for you based on the song Tuxedo Junction by Glenn Miller and his orchestra. Alexa, be quiet. So she don't got it. She don't got it. No. Well, it's like the original, the, 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 the,
Right. So, what about this song? But basically, Tuxedo's Junction is like a little portion that's in uh, Alabama. It's in Inslee. Uh, shout out to the West Side. So, yeah. West Side. <laughs> West Side. I don't know if they, they got booty noodles on the West Side. They probably do, yeah. <laughs> yeah man, like I said, Alabama got a lot of... <laughs> you and that people. Go ahead. So, so this is like a significant part of the uh, <clears throat> the culture. This song, um, why, why, what is Tuxedo Junction? What is that? What is that about? Um, it's just a, a song. I, I don't know what it's about, but I know he wrote it like for like Ansley. Um, let's see. Yeah, it was. They said it's a sign-off song on Wikipedia, but right. Um, but yeah, it's. And it was, he did play it on the chilling so yeah. Mm. So yeah. But yeah. But Alabama was one of those cities that you had to visit when you were on that, uh, you know, that, that. Yeah, Alabama, you know, a lot of those places in Alabama were, you know, a part of the chilling circuit. Right. I still, you know, well, I don't know. I, I doubt it. Hey, this is the part where I was talking about Mr. Gip at Gip's place. He's a guy in Alabama who was, you know, turned his garage into a club. All right, check it out. He played like the, the guitar, he played blues. Um, he, he turned his, his basement into like a, I mean his garage into like a little club. Oh, wow. Um, you know, so I think he, he passed away last year, but I don't know if they're still keeping, you know, the garage open or not, but I, I said I wanted to go because it looked like it was a lot of rich and musical blues, you know, like history and stuff, you know, he had a lot of pictures and, you know, like old, like guitars and stuff on the wall. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said I want to go. But you said we were talking about soul food. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, <clears throat> are you West Indian as well? No. But you like those type of foods? You said what now? But you do like and appreciate the West Indian foods, like oxtails and... Um, yes. Yeah. I am Jamaican in my mind. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Alexa, play Jamaican in my mind. <laughs> so yeah um we definitely got to uh whenever all this shit is over set up like a cruise man yeah cruise is like the worst idea ever right now i just i don't know what's gonna happen with this like i know it's gonna take time but i'm so ready to get like get over this like yeah yeah Right, right. But before we go into the food, I wanted to talk to you about like what you actually do. Um, you said that you're interested in being in the in journalism. Yes, yes. I love sports. I know you can tell because you see a lot of my posts. Um, I just, you know, I I, I think I, I I can write. People that can write, but you know, I, I think it's okay. But a lot of people like it, like my writing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Journalism is under attack. Um, it's really hard for people who want to report on things with integrity and honesty because there's always a counter 
and people don't care to challenge it. They just want to be right. So they'll just Google whatever article supports their idea, and boom, they it's done. Yeah. You know, shit's sad. Well, I watch a lot of documentaries, so that's why I get I, I get a lot of some of my information from. But right. I watch a lot of- but even documentaries can be misleading because you put on the right dark music, boom, this person did this shit, and they did that shit all the time to find out, you know what I mean? And they get all these people to say, yeah, I saw him do that shit too. Yeah, I saw him do that shit. It's very believable. They have a lot of documentaries that are straight-up bullshit. Yeah. You right? Boom. Because I, um, I watched that, that Tupac uh, biopic, you know, the one that had all eyes on me. Right. And I it was good for what it was for the culture it was necessary to be done but it could have been done a little bit bigger a little bit better there was a little lacklusterness of it that just like kind of like fell flat some of the you know the ways they shot it but the acting was great you know yeah i mean it's nothing from you know demetrius ship um you know the other guys and stuff you know it's just it could have been yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. I saw it in the theater, and when that scene came up, when he gets on the stage and he starts performing at the club, man, I was like, I was so hype, you know? Yeah, I mean, he was a great actor. Oh, wow! Oh, wow! Oh, wow! But um, I don't know if that's true. It's, right, it's on my right, right. <laughs> so first, let's talk about the difference, right? Yeah. Between Black American food, right, and Jamaican American uh-huh. food. But here's the thing: as a Jamaican American, someone in the comment section, because I posted a little Michael Jackson meme when the uh, when the yams touch the the something something and it, it creates black excellence yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And in the comments he just kept going on on me about how this thing is not a thing. I'm like what thing? The thing where you keep on separating uh Jamaican food from black American and soul food. He said it's the same food. Only difference is some of the seasonings are a little bit different. And it's like I don't know, man. I mean Maybe I just never had really good soul food. Even if I went to a restaurant, um, I've been to a couple. Well, that- I mean, it's pretty, much, it's pretty much the same. I mean, you know, they both have oxtails, which is my favorite, my favorite dish. Right. I love oxtails. Um, but Jamaican, you know, Jamaican American food, y'all, y'all use a lot of like, like curry and curry, know. jerk, yeah, all the different seasonings. Yeah, jerk and stuff. Whereas African Americans, you know, when I do my oxtails, I just, you know, I, I season them. Yeah. And, Why we uh, 
like it, it could be a couple, just like a couple more spices. Like you said, they they're doing the pretty much the same techniques. I feel like the reason why I feel that our food is better for you is because of the uh, the ingredients are usually more fresh. Like American people don't have a garden in their backyard where they can pluck off their herbs and spices. You know, right? Um, it's more common for people on the island to go and get a, a mango. And get uh, coconut off the tree, you know? They're putting coconut water, coconut juice, uh, milk in the rice. Um, lots of, you know, healthy alternatives to soul food. And I don't know if you noticed, but look at the body types. People who really like American soul food versus people who are super into the, uh, uh, the black American uh, food. There's a huge difference in the body types, and it might just be maybe I don't know maybe the culture is different maybe they 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 do more exercise more physical labor or maybe the food is just way worse off for you. I had somebody say to me the other day and they were like you better stop eating that soul food. I know it wasn't me, but they were just saying you better stop eating that soul food before you turn in, before you turn into a soul. Booty noodle, booty noodle. <laughs> well, I mean. I- I, you know, I, I, you know, I like, I like soul food, and I ain't no fast food. Right. I, I don't know what's going to food, so, you know, I mean, I just, I mean, I like it, you know, a lot of people, you know, say soul food is the, the food that they, you know, the slaves used to cook, you know, like you said, when the masters used to give them the scraps. Scraps, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I agree to a certain extent, but that's how we, that's how we hate them, you know. Right. That's what we hate, so, you know, Chinese, you know, Chinese people got Chinese food, Japanese people got Japanese food. Mm-hmm. Black people got Chinese food. You know? But that's what I'm saying. So if you look at Chinese food in America, right? Right. And then you look at actual Chinese food, it's way different. Yeah, way different. Because we dumped it down so much to the point where it's like, okay, it's not authentic, you know. Like, how can I put it? Like, Taco Bell, you got Taco Bell, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't had Taco Bell in like two or three years. Right. Yeah, we only go to like the food truck. Now, when we go to the food truck, it's really authentic. And it's so, fresher. I taste like Taco Bell. Yeah, right. It's more fresh. It's not tasting like Taco Bell. Not tasting like Chipotle or Cordoba. It's tasting like you know, it's real authentic Mexican cuisine. Right. So, yeah. I saw someone post a picture earlier today. It said, "Thank God for seasoning." Right? They're getting all the seasoning, the dry seasoning, garlic, dry, uh, uh, dry garlic, dry uh, 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 onions. Hold on, I'm getting a bing. Hold on. Who is pinging me? Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, what? Man, I'm about to get all these happy Thanksgiving texts. Man, it's Thursday. It's all. It's just Thursday. <laughs> um, But yeah. See, I forgot. Oh. Yeah. So he's like, oh, we got the lorries, and we got the dried garlic, and we got the dried uh, onion, the gr- dried thyme. It's like, he got all this shit lined up, like, thank God for seasoning. Black people season their food, right? I'm like, bro, why are you getting dried garlic and onions? You don't know how to chop a fucking onion and chop some garlic? That's the difference. I think that's the difference. The difference is the manufactured versions of the things that we like versus actually just getting in there, chopping up some onions, chopping up some peppers, chopping up, you know... And I feel like we only really do that shit uh, on, come Thanksgiving time. Like, really taking the time to chop up the vegetables, to slow cook the food. I think that the difference is that Americans eat this stuff 
all the time and uh and, and or like just junk all the time and then during the holidays Americans switch it up and they eat wholesome food but most of the year it's trash right but the, if you go into Jamaican or any kind of uh uh you know Southeast Asian uh Jamaican West Indians uh Guyanese Trinidadians their house so as soon as you walk in it smells like garlic it smells like curry it smells, they're cooking almost every single day you see well, my mom, she uses, you know, she uses fresh ingredients, so, when she cooks, so, yeah. Because, you know, that's how she was taught when she was a, you know, when she was a kid, you know, to use fresh ingredients. Right. And it's, here's the thing. Have you ever had pancakes out of the box, Aunt Jemima, right? You said pancakes? Yeah, out of the box. Just, like, right. pre-made, add water, right? Then, right. when you take the time to learn, oh, this is how you make actual pancakes, one scoop of... One scoop of flour, one scoop of baking powder, one scoop of baking soda, a dash of salt, uh, fucking butter, like melted butter, and two eggs, whatever. Boom. You got pancakes. Not only do they taste better, they, they, they're fluffier, they're healthier. Why are we even using the instant shit in the first place? So I think that the difference in body type between, like, West Indian people or people like, you know, Asians or Indians, and you look, they're all slim and svelte, but they eat full meals every day. You know what I'm saying? It's the, I think the difference is that they do it more often than we do, than Americans do. They do it damn near every day. Like, if I go to, I, I do pest control, and if I go into a house of a Native American, not Native American, of a, of a Southeast Asian person or a West Indian person, they got a bag full of onions. They got a 20-pound bag of rice. They got a bag full of, you know, carrots and like all the shit is sitting out. They they they, they needed to have it on regular basis because they cook reg- uh, fresh food all the time. I think that's what sets them apart. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, cuz they they actually go out there and go give it. Right. You know? And here's the they thing. Do you do you uh have an international supermarket like a far- farmers market out there in Alabama where you're at? Where you're at? We don't have any, like, international. Oh. Well, uh, I know we, have a, we do have a farmer's market. Right. Uh, but, yeah, um, but we don't, I don't think we have one. If we do, I don't know about it. Right. Um, so out in Gwinnett County, there's a huge Asian culture. Huge um, Koreans, um, West Indians. Like, they have Stone Mountain pretty much on lock. Um in 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 the Norcross, it's the Korean. In, in Norcross, it's the Koreans, the Chinese. Uh, if you go into like you know different parts of Gwinnett, they got whole communities with Bosnian people. They got whole communities with you know uh, you know Indian people. Like they got like strip malls and all kinds of shit. So to cater to this close proximity of this international vibe they got going on, they have these places, farmers markets. They have one called Namde Moon. They have one called Ashi. They have another one called uh, City Farmers Markets. And these things are big, big business. You're talking about local or international uh, uh, fresh vegetables, fruits. On a daily basis, you can go there and get a crazy deal on some fruits or vegetables. Like, oh, we got, like, you know, strawberries, two for $3. Like, crazy shit, you know? And you can – and I, I – I, oh, huh? I need to go there. Yes, right. So I went – and I got a couple ingredients, a, a thing of, of tofu, which is like a, like a stiff 
tofu was like a dollar fifty, right? Then I got like a couple onions, couple garlics, a little bit of peppers. Um, I got some, uh, you know, green onions, all that shit, right? All the ingredients for me to make the food, it ran me like maybe like a, a little bit under ten dollars, right? I bought. Two, I, I bought two of the uh, tofus, so I still have the other one sitting there. I ate the tofu that I made with the ingredients for like three days straight because I was just eating it for lunch, right? And, the, and so I still had enough ingredients left over because I just sliced off pieces of the vegetables to make more of it if I wanted to do it two or three more times. And it only cost me $10, you know? So this need for us to get convenience, it's like killing us because right here where I live at, Right, or where I stay at in Gwinnett County, when I go to Stone Mountain Highway by the by the Popeyes, it's not like oh sometimes. It's literally every waking moment of the day there is a line going around the corner, around the building, almost twice around the building. Why? Why? You know what I mean? Chick Fil A. Don't go to Chick Fil A at noon if you don't want to be there for an, for an hour. Like Chick Fil A is pretty good at getting people through. They get you in and out. They get you in and out, but the lines are stupid. You know. That's how it is over here. It's like a Chick Fil A by my house, and yeah. the line is like sometimes it's out to the street. Right. Because they, you know, they try to get their chicken fix. You know. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, I need it too. <laughs> It's interesting. But, you know, it's, it's so, do you think that we as a people, not just black people, but just American people, modernized mm-hmm. people, will we ever get over relinquishing ourselves to the convenience of these places? Because because of the COVID, the lines are even longer. You can't go in and sit down. You can't park your car and walk in. A lot of the places ain't letting you go in, and if they do, you got to have a mask and you got to it's a whole thing. So, well, we, we are so, uh, I mean, we, we are, uh, as Americans, we are, are so, like, uh, I guess I think lazy, because we're so, we're, we're used to, we like convenience, you know, sometimes, I, I'm guilty too, sometimes when I get off work, sometimes I don't, I don't feel like sick, and I might stop by, you know, and get a, a, a burger or something on the way home for dinner, or, you know, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> get something to eat, but we're so, we're so, um, to just going to these places and stopping by and just getting a, you know what I'm saying, getting a burger one versus we can go to the, to the, to the, uh, to the supermarket and get the ground beef and the bread. And right. The meat and the, I got McDonald's know. at home. Right. So we just, we just become, become accustomed to, to, to that being convenient, but and then also you get burnt out. So sometimes I get burnt out too when I go to lunch, you know, I, I don't, I get tired of Sunday or I get tired of Wendy's or, uh, Right, right. You know, I, 
So I just as a little like self experiment, start just stopped buying stuff from the store and just started packing my lunches. It's a little bit of a task the night before you got to pack your stuff, but it started to not only did it help me financially, and this might be TMI, but after I started eating my meals that I made every day at the house, bro, I just started like pooping more regularly. When I was eating fast food, I was stopped up. (laughs) Yeah, because all those chemicals in. Yeah. The other one, the, the chemicals in the um, oh, the preservatives. The yeah, it's stuff in the in the food, so it was making you kind of you know, like you said, bagged up. But right, you know, when you started eating more healthier and more, you know, you start taking your lunch. You know, that those chemicals started to be flushed out by those by the that food. So right. yeah, I, I agree. I'm let me just go swing by McDonald's real quick, grab a couple burgers, right? Let me get two double cheeseburgers, right? Hum, hum, swallow them shits, right? For the next 48 hours, I was farting like a freaking, like, like it was crazy. I'm not even a farter. Some people are farters. They fart a lot. I'm not a farter. But I was farting every, like, just farting. All, and it, was, it was the nastiest, like, it was horrible. I couldn't hold it back. My stomach was wrenching. What the hell is in them damn double cheeseburgers? My stomach was fucked for two days straight. I tried ginger. I tried, I can't eat Pepto-Bismol. I had a couple of those, like, you know, what do you call it? The uh, the calcium pills. Like, I was trying to, like, stop all the gas. My stomach was fucked for two double cheeseburgers after I had stopped eating McDonald's for, like, a week or two. You know? Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I had, I had, I ain't gonna lie, I had a next, not like you shouldn't be starving yourself until it's time to eat. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we're going to start early, though. So basically, you know, we, we, I think we're going to start at 2. Okay. But, yeah, it's just, you know, it, it, it's crazy, you know. But, yeah, the fast food world is just, it's, I've seen on YouTube a guy set a quarter pounder on fire, and it did not form or shape or anything. Wow. Wow. Remember Mer- yeah. remember Morgan Spurlock when he ate the shit every day? Yeah. Was it Supersize Day? Supersize Me. Yeah. Yeah, Supersize Me. Yeah. That actually stopped them from putting out Supersize. They took that off the menu because... <laughs> yeah. Because here's what the thing. The, the cashiers were told to ask every time, would you like me to Supersize it's like, that? It's like, it's like Good Burger. You know, when they had Mondo Burger, Mondo Burger was putting out... <laughs> Right. Bloobity, 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 bloobity. Yo, shout out to Silas. There's Silas. Not Silas. Silas. He just dropped a music video where he did a parody of that. Bloobity. He put the grapes in his nose. Check out that new record from Dare Silas. What's the name of it? Hold on. He's from Mississippi. Okay. I, I think I, I, I roll past Mississippi. I've never been like, I actually stopped. He plays the trumpet and he raps. Okay. Hello. I have to check it out. But yeah, Mississippi is way more, uh, yeah. You might have heard him. He like he made the song called Scoo I'm going to pull up on your bitch like Scoo Scoo. It went like a viral. And yeah, what's, what's his name again, David? Uh, his name is Silas, S-I-L-A-S, Dear Silas. But the new record is called oh. Belafonte. I'm about to share, you, share the link with you. Belafonte. That should go hard. Should go hard. 
Harry Belafonte, maybe. Maybe. But, uh... He is, you know, that whole Dayo shit that went down with him and uh, Jay Z, that shit was, we called him Mr. Dayo. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. Uh, really funny. All right. Right. I appreciate you coming on the show and talk about food. I wanted to get yeah. more into detail about like specific dishes like macaroni and cheese. Or banana pudding, which I'm most interested in. So I wanted to get into more details about different topics, about specific dishes, but we could do that on a different day. It's Thanksgiving. We got shit to do. We're already at a, almost an hour. So we, I got another podcast in the bank thanks to you. I really have been struggling and having uh, dragging ass. I got one episode that's based on uh, Juice, the movie. I just saw it recently, and it's about two hours. Plus, I just shot another 20-minute uh, segment for that. So that's going to be the season finale, and I've been trying to edit that thing down, and I've been, like, procrastinating. But since I'm here and I'm on the computer, I'm probably going to just do it now. But this episode that we're recording right now, oh. I'm going to upload it immediately so I can stop wasting time. I'm going to edit it, upload it, create a, uh, a dialogue for it, whatever, like, description, and I'm going to upload it. It'll probably be in the stores, all the stores, by tomorrow morning. But... I'm going to do that, so that's out of the way. And the little two-hour show that I got sitting on, I'll uh, I'll uh, edit that too. So, But, yeah, I want to do a second episode with you about food, one where we can, people can actually see your face. Okay, that's fine. But I'm going to do a little more research on my end too about black food, like the origins of it, all that shit, you know? Yeah, because I got a lot of information I want to give you. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. And you know what? There's a there's a, a Black History Studies uh, guy who I might get on the show too, who said that he could hook me up with some info about Black food too. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I was uh, I was gonna tell you about Fresh Puppies, the original Fresh Puppies. Do, do you have time or? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I can tell you right quick. Okay. Know? Yeah. Um, Hush Puppies were invented in 1980. with the fish in the mm-hmm. and all that. But they were given to the dogs of the masters. So when they, you know, snuck out, they could actually sneak out to freedom. That's why they call them hush puppies. Oh, so shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I never thought about that. They call it hush puppies because it was part of the Underground Railroad. And it was their little, like, they had a sack full of hush puppies they were giving to dogs. Yeah, so they could, you know, not be loud when they sneak out. They would stop the target. Damn, that's fucking crazy. I know. Yo, I still I mean, trip off of this whole slavery shit. Like, that water that water fountain shit was mad petty. Yeah, it was. Like, it was. you don't want, you want water? You can't drink from my fountain? What the fuck? Overall, just the whole thing is just stupid, man. And the white supremacists are shaking in their boots right now because they think they're losing power. They never like, do. They still have, the thing that they're, 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 the fact that they're scared they're going to lose power makes me think like, oh, maybe they still are pulling the string. Maybe they still do got the power. You know what I'm saying? I got the power. <laughs> white power. Yeah, Anytime you want to have me on the show, man, just, you know you got my number now. You can call me. I would love to be on the show. I told you I will be a guest. You know. Not only will you be a guest, you'll be a recurring guest. You know what I'm saying? I heard about that, yeah. And uh, hey, you know, maybe you can get maybe you can do the news for us, you know? Yeah, 
Yeah, I will. Yeah, we can talk about some trending topics. Hey, we lit. All right. Well, I appreciate you, Asia. Tell people where they can find you at. And she's a funny lady, so you better check her out. Yeah. I'm trying to get my comedy thing going, so yeah. Y'all check her out. You got the gift. I know it. I can tell. Just don't do no hack shit. Like, black people walk like this, and white people walk like this. No, 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 no. I ain't like this. I am not like this. I am not like this. No. All right. But anytime you want to have me, you know. Well, that's great that I've been saying your name wrong, so payback's a bitch, because my name is Olin. Olin, oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> and I looked at your name. I have a cousin named Colin, and I said, well, maybe it's Olin, like Colin, but it's Olin. Gotcha. I, can, I can be a Yeah, it's like Colin, but, or Colin, or, or Booty Noodles. Booty Noodles. Booty Noodles. <laughs> booty, booty Noodles. Hey, I be rolling. It's the colon. It's the lower intestine of the colon. I be, I be, I be booty noodle. Hmm. Booty, booty. Yeah, I do the slow one. The the, uh, the the chopped and screwed version of it. Where it go? Booty noodle. Booty, booty noodle. Booty noodle. Booty noodle. Noodle. All right, y'all. Thank you, Asia, for coming. We at 60 minutes. We did it, baby. We did it. Another hour in the bank. You said it couldn't be done. It was done. Season two, soon done. Yeah. We'll have to pull up season three. Shout out to CJ. He's going to do the cover art for the next season. Shout out to Bib Jalil. Shout out to Peyton America. Shout out to Last Name Good. Shout out to Denfest. Shout out to D- Typical Div. Peace, it, peace and love. Love, peace and happiness. Hey. Alexa, play Love and Happiness by uh, Marvin Gaye. Wait, no. That's not Marvin Gaye. Al Green. Al Green. Al Green, yeah. Al Green. Hey. All right. Y'all have a good night. All right. Peace. Make you do wrong. Alexa, be quiet. Alexa, add this song to my Booty Noodles playlist. Alexa, be quiet. Alexa, play Organic by Spooks McGee. Organic by Spooks McGee on Amazon Music. Hey, y'all. Don't forget to uh, check out the show online at bloomerpod.com. You have a great day. Keeping it organic.